Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we may all speak different languages, but in here, we speak MMA. We are here to do Smack My Picked Up for hashtag UFC 241, which is also known as Cormier versus Miocic 2, which will take place August 17th, 2019 at the Honda Center in Good old Anaheim, California, just down the street from Disneyland, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, we were down a man, but thankfully, this week, we are here with the Fighting Four. My name is Proteus. I will be here with you all night, but DJ Tony, let's not waste time. Let's go ahead and throw to the first lady of Amp Radio. It's Pam from North Carolina. Tony Chill! Hi guys. Hey, What's I'm up, Tammy? a little bit. I, I am like, I am major buzzing right now. I had to take some Benadryl, so if I like Ooh. fall, like go off my path here, y'all bring me back. We definitely will bring you back onto the path, <laughs> Pammy. We've all been there. Had, you remember that time? That time when we did a oh, show? Oh yeah, like, yeah. That's what I'm like. I had like, I guess for lack of a better word, I had an allergic reaction to the sun. And, um, right, well, the thing is, when I go to the beach, I give myself an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Anything more than that, I know I'm, like, I'm going to mess myself up. And I did, and I am paying for it because I've got, like, like some poisoning. So I had to be popping Benadryls and antihistamines. So I'm, I'm like, serious major buzzing right now. But um, Nate Diaz is back. Right on, man. I wish I was in your world right now. My phone decided to take a dive into a pool uh, on Monday, Uh-oh. so that's fun. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring in the big boss man himself in mm-hmm. transit on the road. But you know what? He wanted to be f- part of the fighting for tonight. He wanted the team to be back together. It's Tony time, bitches. Hey, DJ! Yes, yes. It's Tony time, bitches! My Bruna Bossy Club! Or as Sam likes to say, hi! Oh, there hey. we go. <laughs> nice one, I like that. What's up? What's up? He's got directions. He's on the road. He's living life, Pammy. Uh, He's trying to get I his work on. I thought he said he had on. Russians in the background. I ain't telling nobody. <laughs> All right, so listen, let's go ahead and get to the star himself. Uh, you know, the previous champion from last week carried over. Of course, he was not on the show last week because his son was visiting from Germany again. Family first. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Bobby Knuckles! Without no speed, you know me. Marco from Waco, Rose. The Knuckles kid is still visiting. He doesn't leave yet. <laughs> and, uh, hey, yes, the fighting for is like, we're like Bulltron. We assemble ball and we fight Godzilla. I know this is an amazing thing. Oh, man. You got, you, got a, you got a scuba form because you decided to take a dive on the, on the pool? 
Proteus. Yeah, man. Let's talk to them, man. As I mentioned at the top to the heavyweight division, we go. Daniel, the champion, Cormier, versus the longest reigning ex-champion, Stipe Miocic. Of course, this is number two. We're running it back, brother. Um, Marco, let's start with you. I just want to get into it because um, this fight card, at least the first three fights, are very, very exciting. And this one especially has got my interest. It's really really piqued my interest because Stipe has been off for a long period of time um, since he fought Daniel last. Daniel did not want to fight Stipe. Uh, the Brock Lesnar fight fell through and now we have Stipe Miocic again. Marco, do you agree or disagree with me that Stipe maybe took that first fight with Daniel Cormier too soon after his defense uh, against Francis Ngannou? Uh, go ahead, Marco, and, and tell us what you got going on here in the main event, brother. <laughs> Stipe! Uh, <laughs> Stipe! Uh, so, look, it's almost one year to the day that they fought, you know, when uh, Stipe lost the title. And uh, yeah. uh, it's able to show Cormier uh, now is a slight favorite. But uh, I went and rewatched the fight, man, because, you know, you know me, when it's fights that I'm really interested in, I went and rewatched the fight previously. Absolutely. Uh, that one round was closer than a lot of people are talking about. I mean, Steven was, was taking it to Daniel until he got into the clinch and then he got cut by the left hook. The left hook. Uh, believe me, that, is not gonna, that trick is not going to happen again. They, they are already prepared for that. So I am expecting a closer, closer fight and a longer fight of this. Yeah. Uh, Cormier is not known as a knockout artist. He submits most of the people that he beats, like after he wears them down. Uh, that, that was a perfect shot. I mean, uh, Steve got a, is historically a granite chin. You know, he had taken shots from the best of them. Dos Santos, Engano, freaking uh, Overeem, uh, you, you name it. Yeah, he got knocked out by true, but that was a perfect shot. And this shot by Carmen also was a perfect shot. And then he saw the losses, like that work he got with Junior Santos, that arguably he won, but he, he arranged that. Oh, man. I didn't mean, so much for what this fight. Uh, in the best case scenario, you know, for business wise, it would be better if DC wins the fight. But uh, I think uh, because it's, uh, Daniel is 40, we don't see the back issues. Uh, the fact that uh, he kind of surprised people the first time, uh, physically speaking, they're both cardio machines. But it's still a good size for him. I mean, uh, he's still the taller ranger guy. He can go wrestling from wrestling with uh, Cormier. I'm not saying that he's going to take him down, but uh, he won't be taking down his chance himself. I think that Steve is going to ask this one out. Uh, it's going to be a war because, you know, the ball got coming for race. And I think uh, the, the cleaner boxer is a Steve in the arches. He's the, the more tallest striker. The better wrestler is in a Cormier. And then he'll always tend to, uh, to, to, to fall back into his box and every time he falls, he, uh, he gets in foul with uh, somebody striking. Enter Anthony Johnson and enter uh, even Anderson Silva. Uh, I think uh, Steve is going to be able to outpoint in a very, very, very close decision uh, Daniel Cormier, uh, 48, 47, 47, 48, 47. Steve's decision went for Steve 
setting up a, a, a trilogy, you know, because the, uh, the has, anyone's going to ask for the rubber match if, uh, if you get, uh, especially a, a close decision, and a speaker again as well. Put in a little bit of a damper to join John fight, uh, but uh, you know, I, I'm taking it on a very close decision. If David Corbett so, uh, wins, it won't surprise me, because favorite, but I try to make it interesting and uh, get a, a speaker away. Just let me give you guys the odds before I throw it to Pam, because, Marco, I did not give you the odds before we started. Uh, Daniel Cormier right now on five dimes is his minus 135. Sipa Miocic, Pammy, uh, coming back at us at a plus 115. Now, Marco, I was going to say uh, yeah, to you yeah, when th- you th- said... Th- th- yeah, those odds closed, because this morning it was minus 160 for Daniel Cormier, uh, plus 120 for the Wow. So they, they, they got, it's getting tired. That's what it's telling you how close this fight is. That, that, I tell you what, money. this is what the UFC should be about, guys. Right here, right now, this is what it should be about. We've talked about it before on the show. I'm not going to get into it. But what I wanted to comment on real quickly, Pam, before I throw to you is, mm-hmm. um, Marco, you said it would be best if Cormier wins. But then you, you, you also said that, you know, if Miocic wins, we're going to get that rubber match. I think that's best. Uh, in my opinion, um, for Stipe to win because then we've got that big heavyweight matchup going. The UFC loves making yeah. money. I think the heavyweight division is where they make I, their money, I brother. I understand that. that uh, and it will be a great fight and it will do good business. But everybody can acknowledge that the biggest money fight and the biggest rivalry out there is DC John Jones. So yeah. It, the, the, yeah. It's, not, it's not because the, the Stipe versus Cormier 3 would be a fantastic fight, especially if Stipe wins this weekend. It is because the rivalry of John John and, 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 and DC is so big that it, it automatically makes more money. And that, that a little bit more, it's a, that rivalry is better known now than uh, the, the stupid DC rivalry. Okay, uh, Pammy, I think that, you know, we, we, Marco's making good points about that, but uh, what do you think? Who's got this going down, and, and what do you see uh, moving forward? Who would you like to see Daniel Comey fight next? Do you want to see the rubber match, or do you want to see him fight John Jones next? Uh, I don't even want to see John Jones, much less hear his name. Uh, but anyways, we're here to talk about D.C. I'm not here to talk about Jones. We're here to talk about D.C. and Stephen. Part two, um, this fight, oh, my gosh, it's, it's been, uh, what, a year, two years in the making? 13 months in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, almost, you know, it's been a while. It's been a minute. But, you know, Daniel Cormier is he's on fire. I mean, you look at his competition and who he's beat. Derek Lewis, Vulcan Ozdemir, uh, Anthony Johnson, Anderson Silva, Alex Thunder Gustafson, Anthony Johnson again. Um, he's beat Dan Henderson, uh, Roy Nelson, Frank Mir, Josh Barnett, Antonio Silva. I mean, he, he's kind of beaten the who's who's of who's who. And, you know, you go to Sipe, <laughs> and I think Sipe is still, I mean, he's still relatively, yeah, he's still, I, I think, kind of, I guess, new ish, even though he's 36. And, and Stipe, again, um, you know, he's got a win over Francis Ngano, uh, Junior Dos Santos, Alistair Oberlin, Fabricio Verdum, Andrea Blarski, uh, Mark Hunt. So both of these guys have fought the who's who of, you know, who the fuck are you? But you know what? I, I, I like Stipe a lot. I, I, I love him. 
if he wins, I'm going to be really happy, but I'm going with DC on this. Um, Stipe has only gone uh, five rounds twice, so I, I kind of a little bit question his his cardio where DC has gone, and I think he's also the, the more active fighter, wrestling, uh, KO power, jiu-jitsu. Um, Stipe may have cleaner and more on-point boxing, but uh, I, I think DC gets this done. I I'm looking at a third round submission, actually. Okay. Uh, Pammy, I'm going to uh, trust you to put yourself on mute um, so that I don't have to do it for you, okay, in between when we're not speaking to you because there's a lot of background noise coming in, and I'm just trying to run everything today, and I do apologize. Yeah, we heard a lot of – yeah. Okay, so um, thank you very much for that that pick. And, and, I mean, that's why this one's so interesting, right, Tony? Um, this fight is interesting because we've got, you know, on paper, the the most talented or the most winningest champ in UFC history. But we've also got a guy in Daniel Cormier who is undefeated except for John Jones, right? He went down the light heavyweight, fought John Jones twice, lost to him twice. But at heavyweight, he's never lost. Right, we 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 throw back um, uh, to the Strike Force Heavyweight Grand Prix. He was an alternate. He came in, won that, and, and we can't take anything away from DC, right? And he has a win over uh, Stipe in their last fight. So let's go ahead and get throw to you, uh, DJ Tony. I know there might be some background noise, uh, you know, with the DJ Tony driving. Uh, so let's just bear with him. Uh, thank you for being here, Tony. What you got in the main event? Well, who are you, and what have you done with my buddy Proteus? Because you are giving <laughs> DC rave reviews there. So this is know, crazy. Right? So, uh, well, obviously, we're not the only ones that have sun damage right now. By the way, it's 106 degrees in Sacktown, um, which is right. where I'm at. i got to be honest with you guys. I totally agree with every single thing Marco was saying, with the exception of one thing. This fight isn't going five rounds. That's for damn sure. It's not even going to happen. But this time, guys, I'm choosing Stipe. I know I forgot yeah. if it was Luke Thomas or if it was Brendan Schaub that said that Stipe sounds a little punchy right are. now. And you know what? And I, I agree. I, I don't think Stipe sounds like Stipe, but here's the thing. I think DC has one foot out the door, and I think he's had one foot out the door for quite some time. I think DC has nothing to lose, and I think he's going to fight, unfortunately, like he doesn't care. I think Stipe has everything to lose. I'm taking Stipe, second-round TKO over one of my favorite fighters ever, DC, Daniel Cormier. Right on, brother, right on. Stipe! Hey, listen, guys, I think that this this fight is so – I mean, even though we have the results of the first fight, I think that we can't – go into this thinking that it's going to be that way. Like Margo was saying, I think that we have to, to take into account that Stipe is going to learn. Stipe. He's going to learn from his mistakes and he's going to be able to move forward. Now, like Marco also likes to say, there's levels to this shit. And as we know, Daniel Cormier is, is on another level, man. Like I was saying, when I threw to DJ Tony, I, I think this is very, very interesting. I think it's going to go differently from the first fight also. I think that Stipe is going to be able to um, show 
that he is better than, than he showed in the first fight. And if he's not able to, I think that what happened here is that we should not have allowed Cain Velasquez to be the heavyweight champion. We should have just allowed Daniel Cormier to move directly into the heavyweight division, and we would never have seen a John Jones fight, I know. But I would love for Stipe to win, and I, and I am in my heart, I am going to pick Stipe for the storyline, guys. For the storyline, I do not want to see John Jones come up and fight Daniel Cormier next. I want for Daniel Cormier to again have a fight with Stipe Miocic. Give John Jones the appropriate amount of time to get ready for a heavyweight fight, and then that's when I would like to see it. I don't give more time for John Jones to take more picograms. Yeah, nah, maybe. I mean, and of course, that's always going to follow John Jones. I mean, he's not going to get away from the picograms. We're going oh, to bring, bring it up. We're going to bring it up nonstop, buddy. I, it, that's, that's it. <laughs> I, I, even when Aaron Pico fights, we're going to bring up the picograms because it's just fun. Um, I'm going to take Stipe here, guys. Um, I tend to agree with you, Marco. I think that p- perhaps we're going to see something a little bit more drawn out. But I think that uh, I'm going to go for something a little bit more exciting. I'm going to go with a third round uh, TKO for Stipe. I think that, you know, it, Daniel doesn't get tired, but I think that there's going to be a lot of work in this fight, even though it's a heavyweight fight. Um, and, of course, Daniel's going to be the heavier fighter. Let's let's be honest. He likes that uh, Popeye's chicken. Uh, so third round TKO for me for Stipe. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I mean, Daniel, that's his head. I mean, that's when he got hit by Anthony Johnson, Vulcan Osemia touched him, Anderson Silva touched him, John Jones touched him several times. I feel like to dip his head a lot. If, if he still didn't do his homework, exactly. I'm looking for when Daniel dips his head to, to engage with an uppercut or a hook. And yet, like you said, Marco, like he's 40 years old. He's got this kind of ingrained style that he's working with now, right? We know John Jones is able to take, like you just said, John Jones was able to take a, a, a advantage of it. Uh, maybe Stipe's been watching the tape and, and, and been working for that, right? Wonderful. Let's go ahead and move right along to the co-main event. DJ Tony, cue that music. To the welterweight division we go. Anthony, pretty boy, Pettis, had his second fight at 170 pounds against the returning, as Pammy said earlier on, Nate Diaz. We haven't we haven't heard that name in a while. We haven't talked about Nate Diaz in a while. He's been trying to get a big money fight. Maybe this is the the big money fight that he's been looking for. I don't know, Pammy. Let's throw to you. I know Nate Diaz is your guy. Let me give you the odds real quickly because this show is off the cuff right now. Uh, Anthony Pettis at a minus 135. Of course, we call him Showtime against Nate Diaz at a plus 115. Um, Pammy, take yourself off mute and what you got. All right. Who has not been waiting for this fight? Right? I, I mean, everybody, this is, act, this is to me, this is the people's main event. Look, I had to even okay. get, look, I went and got okay. Cedric a cracker, so he'd be quiet. But this is the people's main event. If you look at, I, I was look, catching up on Twitter and looking at some things, and I, I think uh, people were looking at, um, they, they were talk, showing, like, the different fights, and people were viewing the, the Nate Pettis, uh, the Nate Pettis, Nate Diaz, Anthony, my meds are kicking in, man. I tell you, no, you're no, supposed no. to catch this. You got it. You're um, doing great. You're doing great. But anyway, Nate, man, I am so... 
so glad that he's back. Uh, I, I think, truthfully, I think this is going to be a, a fun fight. I wish it was five rounds. I'm sure everybody else, well, maybe everybody else, but wishes that it was five rounds too. But, you know, I, I'm going with Nate. Um, I, yeah. I think it's going to start kind of slow. In the first round, they're going to kind of feel each other out, see what's going on. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to go all three. And okay. uh, I don't know if I want to do a TKO or a sub, a submission TKO. Oh, so you're taking third round? <laughs> okay, you're taking third round. Yeah, third round. Um, I'm going to go with the sub, a third round sub. All right, for Nathan Diaz. Nate. All right, I like yep. that. I like that. All right, uh, DJ Tony, let's uh, quickly throw to you because you are in the hometown of, I think he's from the Sacktown, isn't he? Uh, Southern California. I, 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 Excuse me if I'm incorrect, Stockton, so you can correct baby. me. 209. Uh, Stockton. Right, 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 right. Northern California. My bad. All right. Uh, what is happening here, DJ Tony, in the co-main event? Uh, Pammy says that uh, uh, maybe this is going to start off slow. I don't know if you agree with that, but uh, what you got going on here in the co-main event of UFC 241, brother? I'll tell you one thing right now. This is truly the main event. I don't care what anyone says. Whenever Nate Diaz fights, yeah, it's, it's a deal. And, of course, I'm also a Diaz fan. Um, I will say this, though, you guys. Pettis has taken a lot of beatings. I mean, a lot. This is not the same Showtime Pettis when he fought one of my boys, Benson uh, Henderson. Uh, of Showtime. any fight that I've, that I've seen in, in quite some time, this is probably going to be the hardest for me to choose um, because I don't really know what's going to happen. But if I, obviously this, so so I'm going to give my prediction. I think uh, Nate Diaz doesn't do anything different, guys. Old time right. boxing, heavy on the front leg, uh, guards pretty well, sways a little, great jujitsu, like Pam would say, against of course Anthony Pettis, who needs a lot of practice to do what he does. The thing is, though, Anthony Pettis, even at 170. Guys, to me, looks a little bloated. Not joking. Um, I'm, I'm picking Nate Diaz, guys. I think Anthony Pettis is either going to break his hand again or do something. Uh, he's going to chop up Nate Diaz's legs for the first two rounds. Nate Diaz <laughs> is going to submit him. So I'm taking Nate Diaz with a third-round submission over Anthony Showtime Pettis. All right. So Pammy and Tony going with the same pick there. Uh, Nate Diaz with third-round submission. I think what you're saying, Tony, is right. If Anthony Pettis is smart, he's going to work those legs. He's going to beat up those legs of Nate Diaz that have not uh, been in the octagon for, as Marco said, uh, a pretty long time, right? I mean, the last time we saw him was when he was on uh, fighting McNuggets. And, uh, you know, McNuggets hasn't been in the uh, in the octagon for a fair minute. Um but the one thing that I, I, I always, you know, have to take into account about the Diaz brothers is they never seem like they have ring rust. They never seem like they've, uh, you know, spent too much time off because exa- exactly like you said, Tony, they do what they do. Uh, they're very good at boxing. Um, they're very good on the ground. But again, the smart thing to do is work that leg work the legs and move around and get away from them. 
uh, and drag them into deeper waters. And Pammy, I don't think that I would have liked to see this one go five rounds. I think I'm pretty happy with this one being three rounds as Nate Diaz has been out of the octagon for so long. Yeah, we know they're active. We know the, the Diaz brothers are active. We know, uh, you know, the triathlons and yada, yada, yada. Um, they're in good shape, but they're not always in the octagon with the bright lights and the cameras in their face. And this is a co-main event. They've got lots of media to do. Um, I, I, I do think that I'm also going to, having say, having said all that, I do think that I'm going to take Nate, Nate Diaz. I think that he's going to be able to get the Anthony Pettis. He's going to be the longer fighter. He's going to be able to, uh, you know, suck up some of those uh, leg kicks and get to Anthony's face. Uh, I'm going to take him by second round TKO. Thank you very much. Marco, uh, the voice of reason also, always as on the uh, co-main events. Uh, what do you got, brother? What, you got uh, Anthony Perez taking this one down, moving up in weight again, or you got Nate Diaz coming back after a long period off? What you got, brother? Nate Diaz for the last time in USC 202 on August yeah. 20, 2016. Almost three years. That's almost the day of the 40 fight. UFCs three, ago. Three years. Three years. Three years, man. That's a long freaking time. Yeah. I guess he made so much money he didn't need to fight. But um, look, uh, Anthony Perez is a guy that needed space to freaking uh, do his parkour showtime things, man. And uh, he's now standing when you give him space. He always struggles with guys that pressure him. Enter Rafael Dos Anjos, man. Uh, that, that's why it's in, in, in center of my brain. You know why? You know, everybody knows why, because my baby was made because of, of that fight. Of but, um, look, uh, I believe that uh, I see the pictures. I mean, maybe as look, she's like, like granny, dude. Those guys don't get out of shape. She's uh, not putting that much money because she's not really going to 155. She's just putting yep. like 5 or 10 pounds to go to 170. Uh, and the cardio is always going to be there for the biggest brother, especially in ideas. He's going to be the, the kind of pressure guy. He's going to be on uh, Anthony Pettis' face the whole time. He's not going to allow him to, to start his uh, cheating game. Uh, you know, and uh, because of that, uh, I don't see that Anthony Pettis is going to win, but he's not going to be able to sustain the, the, the onslaught that maybe is going to put on him. If he okay. tries to wrestle, I see he might get interesting, but I mean, Pettis has never been the kind of guy that. Uh, would try for a for a for a takedown or shoot for a takedown. So it gives him another seat, and I, and I think he will for most of the fight. I have to open the idea. Maybe it doesn't like knock you out by, by one punch. He's a dead by a thousand cuts. And uh, for better or for worse, Paris can take a, puni- a, 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 a punishment. You know, he can take a beating. So it's gonna be, I think, a pretty one-sided man. Decision of 30, 30, uh, 30, 27 for Nate Diaz. And, uh, you know, he's probably going to set up a big fight against McNuggets uh, for the third time. Or Red even a Jorge Masvidal fight. Or even a Jorge fight because they've been talking crap to each other lately. And that would be a fantastic yeah. fight, too. So give me Nate Diaz by decision. Okay. I got it. You're in the books. All right, guys. Um we weren't sure if we were going to have enough time for uh, everyone's favorite segment of the show, hashtag spotlight fight of the night. Uh, Marco, I'm going to start with you because um, 
you know, you no, weren't hey, too hey, sure. Hey, that... hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. We need to talk about Romero versus Costa. They, they oh, shit, about... you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. I absolutely am jumping the ship. All right. To the middleweight division we go, DJ Tony. Yoel Romero versus Paula Costa. Um, you know, the battle of the bods. Um, what more can I say, uh, Marco? <laughs> uh, this is definitely uh, everybody in this fight is looking good getting off the bus, as I might say. Uh, let's go ahead and give the odds right here. Uh, wow. Yoel uh, Romero at a minus 155. Paulo Costa coming back at us, Marco. And I'm going to start with you. Screw the order. I'm just going to start with you. Um, Paulo Costa coming back at us at a plus 135. I mean, what's going on here, brother? Do you see uh, the Battle of the Bonds going Yoel Romero's way or this time off? Uh, so, look, Yoel uh, Romero, who supposedly is $27 million richer, but he's never going to yeah. see that money because that company folded. it. <laughs> uh, uh, at age 41, dude, I mean, the guy is at his specimen. But eventually, age is going to have to catch up with him. I mean, wrestling-wise, his credentials are second to none. You know, silver medalist in the Olympics. But he, he barely uses wrestling. He is very economical on his uh, approach, you know, because he tends to gas a little bit. But he explodes, and when he explodes, you know, everything gets destroyed. Uh, Costa, on the other hand, is more like a volume fighter. Uh, he, he is the best, the, the first big test for Paulo Costa. If he, if he is with Luis Romero, they put in a rocket ship of his back to, to go directly to the title, you know? Uh, yeah, of course. I am not convinced with Paulo Costa, man. I mean, if he proves me wrong this weekend, great. But I'm picking Romero. Because I think the wrestling is going to be the difference. He's going to be able to take Costa down and, uh, you know, continuously and, and explore what he needs to. And, and I think the time of this thing good, too. You know, I mean, for one reason or another, this fight was, you know, postponed, postponed, he's finally here. I think Romero is going to be able to explore and hurt Costa and then, you know, bother him with the... With the with the takedowns, and you know, it takes only one from Romero to, to knock anybody in the planet. I think he's going to be able to find that one shot because he's the, he's the king of the combat. He's the king of the third round. Sometime, somewhere in the third round, John Romero is going to find that freaking atomic box he has for, for a right hand, connect on Pablo Costa, and not Pablo Costa clean out. So give me Romero by knocking on the third. Okay, by KO in the third. Marco, um, listen. Like I said, these two guys look good getting off the bus, Marco. We've got the Soldier of God at number two, the Eraser at number seven, Paulo Costa. I look, Pammy. Um, not the gay Jesus. Yes, exactly. Not not the gay Jesus. Look, these guys. The record here is pretty close, Pammy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Paulo Costa is twelve and zero. Yo Yo Romero is thirteen and three. Like Marco said. You know, Yoel has been up at the top. He's been fighting the best of the best. He's been fighting the champions. And this is a shot for Paulo Costa. And Jesus, these guys both, Bobby Knuckles, exactly, both look good getting off the bus. Marco, I thought you were going to be uh, holding against Paulo Costa because he was from uh, some other country that, uh, you know, not Peru, 
he is from Brazil, but you don't really uh, hold uh, anything against the Brazilians, right? It's it's just uh, the Argentinians. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Pammy, uh, let's throw to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got here? Uh, of course, but this could be the spotlight fight of the night, right? Because this is definitely going to in in on paper going to be fireworks. What you got here? I think this fight's going to be pretty amazing. Uh, 13 and 3, 12 and 0. Uh, Joel Romero is the youngest 60-year-old man I have ever ah. seen. Uh, Paulo Costa, 28. Both of these guys, I mean, if you look at them on paper, they're, they're very similar. Both of them six feet tall. Joel Romero has a 73-and-a-half-inch reach versus Paulo Costa's 72-inch reach. Uh, Paulo does have, give me a Cedric in the background, uh, KO Power, uh, he is a black belt in jiu-jitsu going up against Joel Romero with his freestyle wrestling and kickboxing. But keep in mind, um, both of these guys burn up a lot of oxygen because their bodies oh. are so massive with muscles. Thank um, you, Joe Rogan. Keep, keeping that, did, did he say that too? Or do I sound like him? Do I sound like him? But yeah, anyway. That's pretty sense. No, yeah. you know who... You know who uh, Yoel Romero reminds you of? He reminds you of one of those Stretch Armstrong dolls. Oh, yeah. But, um, black right. one. but you know what? Uh, Yoel, I'm, I'm looking at his fight resume, and if you look at who he's fought, Robert Whitaker, Luke Rockhold, Chris Weidman, uh, Leota Machida, Tim Kennedy, Derek Brunson. I mean, he has fought the, the, you know, the, the cream of the crop. Paulo yeah. Costa, he's still a baby. This dude is 28. Um, I think he's still a little bit green. I think Yoel Romero has a chin that's made out of granite. And Yoel Romero's magic number is three. Everything that he does happens in that third round. I am picking him with the third round TKO. Okay. But okay. I'm going to put a disclaimer in here. If Paulo Costa wins, I will not be upset. All right. Of course you won't. Cue the music, right? Pony. Three, oh, two, for one. real. All please, right. Yeah. Okay. So Tony, let's uh, let's uh, bring you in here because I know you're uh, in the car. But uh, I mean, it's a battle of the bodies, right? Um, what you got going on here, brother? In the people's spotlight fight of the night. Here's the thing, you guys. I had, the entire time when this fight was announced, I had Yoel Romero um, in this. But I keep thinking about it, guys, and just like with DC. All right, so let's just say that Pam is right and that Yoel Romero really is 73, right? Um, <laughs> and, 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 again, that, that's yet to be determined that, that Yoel Romero actually is 40. Right, but assuming he is, age at one time has to catch up to you. I think this is going to be the fight that that Marco was describing with DC and Stephen. I think this is going to go all three. I think they're both going to be pleased that it goes all three. I think it's going to be boring, not a lot of action, and guess who's going to lose? Joel Romero. And listen, I know you. I know you too, but um, he's going to lose. So I'm picking Paulo Costa be a very boring split decision over the 75-year-old Yoel Romero. 
No, I don't. I don't know what Marco said there, so I I apologize. I'll see you soon, boy. I love I'll you. I'll see baby. you. Yeah. You remember? You remember when he kissed uh, Luke Rockhold? Wasn't that <laughs> Luke fun? Rockhold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My computer is totally fucked. Um, I'm going to take Costa as well as well, uh, DJ Tony. I think that you're right. Um, you know, 12 and two is a great record. Yeah. Um, Romero has fought the best of the best, and I think that's why it's cost cost us time. You know, he's uh, he's ready, he's primed and ready. And you know, this fight was supposed to be um, supposed to happen a while ago, uh, but it didn't happen. Um, so now it got rescheduled, and I I, I love it. I I really do. I mean, these top three fights, as Marco had said are just spectacular. You know, uh, this is what the UFC should be. This is what the UFC take should be. Money, hey, UFC. Take, the take UFC. Money for the three exactly. This is when we want to give you our money. We don't want to give you money when you give us, uh, you know, whomever versus whomever on ESPN+. Plus. We don't want that. We want this kind of thing. We're hardcore fans, and you should be catering to us. Paulo Costa, second round KO. I'm going right out there. KO. All right, guys. Uh, that was quick. That was quick. That was quick. Uh, does anybody have a spotlight fight of the night? Pammy, do you got a spotlight fight of the night? Or anybody? Anybody want to do spotlight? I have my spotlight. Is, um, my spotlight is Gabriel Benitez and uh, Sadiq Yusuf. I think that's going to be a great, great, great fight. Lots of okay, action. Um I am picking Gabriel Benitez with decision. Okay. Benitez. Benitez by decision. Marco, you go next. Uh-huh. Oh, again, as we saw, this is Cole Higgins. And I okay. think Cole Higgins is a new fitness. As yeah. it's, a, it's a fantastic fight, but I think yeah. Cole Higgins is a new fitness, so I'm going to pick Cole Higgins by decision. Oh, oh wow, really? Okay. That's, that's an interesting... Uh, Pick. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Cohagen uh, is kind of one of those guys that's impressing me right now, and uh, that's okay. We'll, 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 we'll see. Uh, DJ Tony, what you got going on here, brother? Spotlight fight of the night. You got one? Brodius, I'm not going to take your spotlight fight because I already know, uh, as my friend, I know who you're going to go with. Shout out to Derek Brunson. But I'm going to pu- go straight to the bottom, to the UFC fight pass, the mythical. UFC fight pass. I'm going with Sabino, Sabina Matzo. Um, they're giving her a, a gimme here. There are no such things. But um, Sabina Matzo over Shayna Dyson. All right. So Tony going with Matzo decision. Well, there's a lot of decisions in you guys' uh, picks here. I don't know about that 100%. You're trying to not make a decision. All right, so listen, um, guys. I, 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 what stuck out to me was the, uh, of course, the Cohagen uh, uh, fight uh, because I think that that's one that we need to keep our eyes on. He's a talented uh, figure in that division. Derek Bronson, of course. As you mentioned, DJ Tony, uh, on the list, um, of course, uh, Sandhagen is what I'm going to go with. Uh, 
you didn't say Sanhagen, did you, Marco? Yeah, I say Sanhagen by deficient. Okay, because it didn't sound like Sanhagen to me, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I cannot pronounce it. I, my brain is not connected right to my feet. No, you know brain. what, man? I've had a, hot, a rough day as well. That's a good fight. I mean, uh, Sanhagen, if he gets that done, is is, yeah one step closer to where he needs to be. Um, I'm going to take uh, the Drakkar close fight uh, versus Christos. Uh, yep, Christos. We'll go with that. I'm going to take uh, close. Proteus is going to take close. Uh, I'm going to take... Oh, wow. No, I'm not actually going to take it by close decision. I think that close is going to be able to get this one done and show out. Um, uh, second round TKO. Brody, shout out to Crystal Yagos, who we interviewed on the show. Shout out That's to right. Crystal Yagos. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, that was the LFA interview, right? Brother? Oh, my God. Okay. RFA, okay. that's right. Marco is just talking right over us right now, Mark, uh, Tony. But that was, we did, we did interview him. Uh, If you want to go back in the archives, we did interview uh, Christos Yagos uh, on the RFA um, edition that we did. Uh, That was probably two years ago. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a little bit of time left. uh, So let's go ahead and throw into a little bit of MMA Rewind. Marco, cue that. Rewind. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we uh, we had a uh, not a very close week last week. I just want to have to tell you guys uh, once again. I don't know why you guys are trying this year. You know what I mean? You just you should just give the title to me every week. One hundred percent. Just go ahead and give it to me because you guys. I, I mean, I don't know what this. Is. I mean, Paul was in this one. He didn't do very well. Pam, one point. Tony got two points. I, and 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 Marco, you weren't even here to defend your title. I don't. I, I don't know what's going on here. Proteus is I the winner. I had to buy it because I tested positive for PEDs. Proteus is the winner with four points. I dominated. Just so y'all know. But let's go ahead and throw into it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the in the main event we had uh, you know Shoshenko, uh looking good. I mean, guys, we talked about it all in the program. We we have said that this division Marco is just like designed for Shevchenko to do well. She fought Liz Carmouche, and of course. She fought Liz Carmouche to a decision. Uh, Marco, what did you think about this five-round fight? Uh, did, did Liz Carmouche uh, show well against uh, Valentina? No, she shot down. And uh, Valentina did enough to win. I mean, right. The, I mean, let's, let's be honest, the fight was boring. Uh, I watched it because, you know, I like Valentina Sachenko, but she, she won every single round. She didn't have to do much to win every single round because Carmouche did not want to fight. She threw zero significant strikes on round four. Carmouche, zero. Uh, that's, that's what I have said about how, how if you are on the fourth or fifth round and you know you are three rounds down, throw a punch. Don't hit the air. Right. right. This Carmouche did not show up to fight. Uh, I would rather talk about the other three fights prior to that. 
freaking Mike Perry knows is, is, is has gonna mean on itself. I don't care if Mike Perry loses every single round from here until eternity. If he finds a way to beat him on last Saturday, he's one of my favorite fighters. Then we got the, the Uruguayan guy that this is make his debut. Fantastic welcoming for the Uruguayan guy. I'm freaking yep. Burkan Ostenia knockout Queen Latifa. And uh, I was asking the one of the key best performance on the octagon. I mean, that was a complete performance for Burkan. No time being on the second round. And uh, man, knockout Queen Latifa that is really hard to freaking put down because that guy got a great exchange. So, congratulations to Burkan. I just wanted to say that I called that. I got the rot, the round incorrectly, but that was my spotlight fight of the night. I did have no time winning that. Pam, I, I like the breakdown that Marco just did, so why don't you go ahead and do the same thing? Uh, break down the main event and then anything else that you saw that was fantastic for you. Oh, my God. The main event, I wish that I would have switched to bare-knuckle boxing because I uh, was – I had. I had worked all day that day. I'd been working all week because I was working for my coworker. Man, I was about to fall asleep, and I, I wish that I would have changed it to uh, bare knuckle boxing. But uh, the Luke Perry fight that was incredible, so much fun to watch, and um, welcome to the um, Arlovsky uh, lookalike club for Mike Perry. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's nice. I like that. Uh, wonderful. Anything else, Pammy? Oh no, you know, I just thought um, it was a fun, it was a fun night. But you know what I was wondering when they were showing um, for him Masvidal and and Nibia there with their wild shirts, and then they show Cheeto Vera there with that boring green shirt. It's like, why did they take him cool shirt shopping? You know? <laughs> yeah. Show him some well, love. Well, maybe he doesn't want a cool shirt, man. Maybe he doesn't well, want. No. Uh, Fashion. Maybe he likes plain green. Well, no. He needs a funky shirt. Okay. <laughs> okay. He said one thing there, Uruguay. Probably that is the fashion there right now. Who knows? Hey, brother. I'm wearing. I've got two shirts with roses on them right now. I love it. I mean, the uh, the street Jesus is is winning right now. All right, uh, DJ Tony. Let's throw back to you in the car, brother. Uh, MMA Rewind, uh, Shevchenko, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, the champions, they want to retain their championship, and we just kind of see these kind of fights where they just dominate people. You know what I mean? They just kind of pick people apart and and just beat them up. Uh, what did you think about uh, Liz Carmouche's performance? Of course, everybody else not, prefer- not preferring that fourth round, but what did you have going, uh, DJ Tony? How did you get this one done? First off, I want to say, you know, shout out to our newest sponsor, Haterade, brought to you by by Pam. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Pam. Uh, hey, listen, let's let's be honest. And the only thing that I'm good at is breaking down box and kickboxing uh, breakdowns because I've done it. Let's let's not forget who Valentina is. I think so many times we want to put her in a Anyone in a box. Shout out to Haterade. Uh, but Shiko is a counter striker, you guys. She counters strikes. She never goes first. He's telling you that because I'm a counter striker. So all of a sudden you have Liz Carmouche. What is she known for? Jiu-Jitsu. All of a sudden she wants to be a kickboxer and all the blame is being placed on Valentina. Right. Sorry, guys. Valentina's too smart for that. Everyone blamed for that fight. It was a debacle. It was boring. 
shout out to Kate Sherman who won the bare knuckle boxing uh, heavyweight title. So shout out. This card was garbage to begin with. I think we did the best we could with what we had to watch. And shout out to Veronica Macedo who finally got a submission. So um, yeah, listen, it's a freebie, guys. It's nothing for us. Yeah, there are a lot of hey, cards in quick, in, quick in side note. Yeah. Quick side note. Teddy Tornado teacher Torres four five losing streak. I'm surprised yeah. by that. I think she's just thought she like the size difference was just so apparent, Marco. I mean, just I, these the women's divisions, as we've said previously, are going to need time to develop, and I think that's what we're seeing right now. We're just we're just starting to see these people who are that were really really good in their divisions that are facing larger people, like in the women's divisions, just being outclassed. What do you what are your thoughts, Marco? I think she was fought as an atomweight. She was a 105 champion. In the oh, I know. Yeah, and, I know. And she, yeah, so she, she should be fighting there again, uh, but she, the UFC doesn't have it. Yeah, no, and she's doing the best she can with the, with yeah. the ability she okay. has. And uh, she's always going to be undersized. And uh, I'm not saying that she's never going to win again, but it's, it's getting problematic for Ticha Torres, you know, with a 4-5 losing streak. Yeah. I don't think she's going to get caught, but uh, no. she needs to find, figure something out because they're not going to let her get a thief freaking loss on a roll. That's for sure. They need all the women they can get, man. They need all the women right now that they can get. And, uh, I mean, maybe they need to... I see a a lot of new 125ers that are invested in that division. Well, that's a great division for the women, though, right? I mean, let's be honest. Great division. Right on the sweet spot. It's like the lightweight... It's really like the lightweight division of our males, yeah. Uh, Pammy, what you got going on here? Do you got a guilty pleasure of the week um, other than uh, Benadryl? All right, now I'm still 90 Day Fiance. Best train wreck really? ever. It will make you feel yeah. so fantastic about your life. I, I yes. would love to feel fantastic about my life. Well, then you need to watch this show because you see the, 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 these um, train wrecks, and then you realize, man, I am awesome. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I Just a, on a side note, uh, you know what I saw last week, Pammy? I saw uh, hmm. a lady, a, a fairly large lady on a, a scooter, uh, followed oh by a gentleman who was pulling a trailer on his bike uh, that had no rubber on it. It was just it was just a tire. It had no wheel on it. Uh, that's downtown life uh, in Brantford, Ontario. That so was like rim, I, like he was like a rim yeah, pulling on a rim, on basically. Rim. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't oh think I God. need to watch 90 Day Fiance. I live in. Oh, honey, believe me, you do. You you will feel All like right. a like a prince. You won't feel like a prince. I'm, mm, I no. tell you, All you right, gotta DJ watch Tony, 90 Day Fiance. Let's throw to you. I'm I'm done with 90 Day Fiance. I don't I don't like watching people's poor lives. What do you got, DJ Tony? You're in the car. You're on your way back. It's 100 degrees. What you got? You got a guilty pleasure? You got uh, Twitter follow? What do you got? Song of the week, even. My Twitter follow that. of the week will be, because, you know, we always follow combat, including boxing, Heather Hardy, who will be defending her title. So, at Heather Hardy Box. But my guilty pleasure on Amazon Prime, how about a good show, The Boys? You need to watch that on yes. Amazon oh, Prime. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. It, very good show. I, we, we started watching that one as well. I do agree with that 100%. 
Um, I, I really don't have anything this week, guys, for you. Um, check out Proteus's shower picks on uh, the YouTubes. My phone has been down, as I said at the beginning of the show. Uh, I haven't... I, you know what? It's been really nice. You know, you hear Joe Rogan and, you, and, and Bert Kreischer and, uh, and the boys talk about maybe we should stop, you know, playing with our phones. I haven't had a phone for two days, guys, and I've really enjoyed it. I, 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 I feel like I've got my confidence back. Like, I, I've, been, I've been feeling like, oh, nobody's talking to me. Nobody's responding to my tweets. Nobody's responding to my text messages. I haven't had a phone for two days, and it's been great. So that's my uh, PSA for you guys right now. Put your phones down for a little while and enjoy your life. You know what enjoy I do your at night? Children, I, I enjoy your kids, whatever it is. Yeah, I'll completely turn mine off. Or if I'm going someplace, I leave it here at home. You know my motto is, just, I am always where I need to be. Yeah, I don't. I, I just think moving forward, I just don't need to do it as much. I mean, other than promoting the show, which you know, is something that I do on both all of the social medias. I just don't think I need to do it anymore. I just, I'm good, man. I just, I, I like, exactly, be where you are. All right, Marco, let's throw to you. Get us out of here. Give us your guilty pleasure. Give us uh, anything you want, Twitter, follow. But, you know, if you got a song, song of the week, what you got, brother? Get us out of here for this week. That's it. That's to get it The only reason you don't have a point because you're from Brown. You feel your fun. I don't keep them. Oh my god, I'm so bad. Okay. <laughs> my beauty play the the content that series has been fantastic. Uh, yeah. Tony has been putting out um contender series content. Uh so I you know, stay tuned I to that. It. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I seen it. Tony does a great job of uh, putting the, the post fights and everything out. It's outstanding. But uh, yeah. yeah, the container series has been my guilty pleasure because it's, it's uh, and a Tuesday night, it's only the two hours you get five fights and that is they're usually action time. And um, follow Tony at Beat, I am Beat Tony, follow Pana Pantana Box, follow Producer Approach, follow me at Maldo Marco, show the show at another MMA cast, then I'm reviewers, right on uh, Google Play, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and uh, what can I say, man? It's Friday this weekend, it's a pay per view. Uh, it's Peter, DC, Lady, Anthony Perry. If, if, if you're a fighter, you can make this fight. Thank you very much, Marco. And of course, uh, the UFC is off until uh, August 31st, but we have a Bellator card, so we'll probably cover the Bellator. Emmy. Bellator. And just like that, yes. we're out of here. All right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs>